Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Roy won't take no or no comment sitting down. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. So, Kevin O'Leary, as uh, Prime Minister of Canada, does he have what it takes? Not for one day or a week or a month, but for four years. Do you hear enough from Kevin O'Leary? Sharon from Edmonton called in, and she was very unhappy with what Mr. O'Leary had to say about the border and migrants. I'm going to go back to your calls in a second, but let me just quote a column by Candace Malcolm from uh, The Sun Media on Friday. In January 2017, Canada experienced a 700% rise in asylum claims from Mexico compared to the number of claims made in January of 2016. February 17 saw an increase of 2,500% from February the previous year. And uh, this according to a new report by the True North Initiative based on data from the Immigration and Refugee Board. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau lifted the visa requirement for Mexican travelers in December 2016 against the wishes of some immigration and border security experts, and in turn, hundreds of Mexicans are now taking advantage of Canada's generous asylum program. Um, She goes on to write, As with those arriving at our border on foot, any foreign national in Canada can ask for asylum and apply to be a refugee, the person must demonstrate to a Canadian judge that they meet the legal definition of a refugee, that they face a well-founded fear of persecution, and that their home country has failed to provide safety and protection. In the meantime, these applicants are given full access to Canada's generous social safety net, including the controversial interim federal health program, which offers services above and beyond what Canadian taxpayers receive. But Mexican asylum seekers typically fail to meet Canada's standards of a refugee. Prior to the 2009 decision to impose a visa on Mexican travelers, Canada received nearly 10,000 Mexican asylum seekers in 2008. Only about 10% of those applications were eventually accepted and given refugee status in Canada. Now, as far as the other migrants who are entering is concerned, and many of them are from Somalian origin... Somali origin, as we've been informed. There are, according to members of the Somali community in the United States, there are migrants who are facing criminal charges or being investigated by police in the United States. So maybe that's one of the reasons they're choosing to come to Canada. Look, it's fine to be compassionate, as Sharon suggested, but being compassionate and smart is essential. When you're in the United States, you're already in a country you're already in a country which is considerably safe to, to, uh, to refugee claimants. And they are. No matter what the uh, mullahs say in Iran, the United States is not the great Satan. Mark is in Calgary. Mark, thank you for the call, sir. Go ahead, please. Hey, Roy, how you doing? Thanks for taking my call. Thank you know, you. I'm going to say this. Not only do I support O'Leary, um, and, you know, I think... I think I'm going to predict now, I'm going to say landslide O'Leary is our next prime minister. That's how strong I feel about this guy. 
It may never get to you, Mark. <laughs> How do you mean? Because on May the 27th or the 28th, I believe it's the 28th, could be the 27th, it's one or the other, the conservatives are going to choose their leader. And unless you're a member of the Conservative Party of Canada, you're not going to get a vote on that. Yeah, I know, I know. I know I'm aware of that. I'm, I'm really aware of that, actually. So but, if it's... Uh, if, if, do, do you believe... First of all, do you believe the Conservatives have it in for, for Kevin O'Leary? Yeah, I, I think they do. I mean, you look at O'Leary. I mean, if he's not the epitome of kind of a Trump, he's an outsider, he's a business guy. But, I mean, I really think at this point in our history, I mean, I think this is the type that we need to lead our country. I mean, you look at how he's attacked Trudeau. I mean, I think he's been great. Everything the guy says comes from his gut. He doesn't politic when he's talking. He gives a straight answer. And I think that's what people want now from our politicians. They don't want, uh, the, they don't want these other people, you know? You don't, hear any, you don't hear any of that in the other conservative candidates. You know, Roy, O'Leary is like, you know, maybe comparing him to Trump because he doesn't compare himself to Trump. But you know what? He's a straight shooter, and I think he wants what's best for, 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 for the country. I mean, I think, and, and I think uh, he's criticized Trudeau excellent, excellently on everything that Trudeau is doing wrong. I mean, I've agreed with pretty much everything he said. And, I mean, I think it's a gut shot. I think people now, Roy, go with their gut with what they want. That's why Trump, you know, basically won the entire yeah, pe- people are, of the United States. I agree with you. People are listening yeah. to their guts. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Thank you. So, so just before you go, give me 10-second response to this. Uh, Kelly Leach is with us in the next hour. She's also running for the leadership of the Conservative Party. Where, do you, where would you place Kelly Leach? I, Roy, you know what? I've heard her speak. I mean, I think she's got some. I think she's got some good ideas, especially with migration. I'd say the biggest thing we're facing right now as Canadians is going to be this migration problem. And I think O'Leary answered it uh, very common sensely. I mean, we have to have a border. I mean, no. it's as simple yeah, as do. that. And we I mean, do. Trudeau, you know, Trudeau is not leading this country. He's a weak leader. I agree with O'Leary. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate you calling Calgary. Roy Green Show Chorus Radio Network. Let's go to Ontario. And Al is in Barry. Al, thank you for the call. Go ahead, please. Yeah, thanks for taking my call, Roy. I agree with that that caller, of course. I've been following uh, O'Leary and the other candidates, too. And he just seems to me, Roy, to be head and shoulders. That's stronger. He's more confident. I think he would eat Trudeau alive in a debate because because he's so smart. And some of the other candidates are okay. But like like Maxine Bernier, that you're getting that same old progressive, um, milk toast politician uh, you're I don't not know. really getting you know I, I, I don't Al, I, strong I, I don't know if if you're getting that with Maxime Bernier I don't know this is a I think he's a I think he's a political street fighter from the rough side of Quebec uh, that, that's that's true Roy and I have heard him speak uh, he's he's a good guy and all the rest but I just think uh, you want like somebody that. who hasn't been there before no it's not that it's not that it's, it's I, I'm not impressed by Kevin O'Leary. I'm not impressed by him. Like the, the first caller, the guy just jumps out. He just seems head and shoulders above the others. He's so sharp. He's so concise. And he's not politically correct, which I really find is a strong feature. He, I think Trudeau would have a real hard time with him. People have, uh, people have really decided to go with their gut and be more direct than we've been for a long time. And this has been building and building and building. And, you know, I hear it I hear it from you. I hear it from, even though we, we didn't have the same point of view, from Sharon in Edmonton, 
We hear it from uh, caller after caller across Canada. There really doesn't seem to be a a regional division on this as there is in many issues in this country. There's no regional division. There's just a general sense of this is what we want, this is what we don't want, no more BS. And right. and if we if we feel that you're the candidate for us, that's what we're going to do. We're going to vote for you. And if we feel you're not, we won't. 100%, Roy. We... Okay, I don't know what happened there with... Uh, is he still there? Al? Yes, sir. Are you still there? Good. Yes. So, so it's Kevin O'Leary for you. 100%. All right, sir. Thank you for the call. Uh, 1-800-263-2428 across Canada. Anytime, anywhere. You can reach us. Or you can certainly listen to the show anytime you choose. Just go to one of our Chorus radio station websites and go to the uh, the audio files and, and listen back in the podcast. Brenda is in Edmonton listening on 630 Chad. Hi, Brenda. Hello. How are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm well. Thanks for your call. What do you think about all of this? Well, I I was just tuned in uh, when Sharon was on the line. I just got in my car and she was on. And I think a big point that a lot of people are missing with uh, the whole idea of closing off the, the border to people just walking across, it, you know, they're, 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 it seems to be black, a black or white issue for them. You know, um, we need to be a welcoming com- country and, you know, that's how this country was built and all that kind of stuff. But they're missing the important point, in my opinion, of there are people who are in countries that their lives are in danger every day that have gone through the proper vetting process, that are wanting to come to Canada. They've been waiting. I agree with her. You know, maybe sometimes the process is too long for them to get here. Maybe it's not. Maybe, you know, us being careful is uh, very prudent. But every person that comes across the border from the States or from Mexico where they aren't in real danger um, is potentially taking a place from somebody who has done their due diligence, has you know, done the paperwork, they've waited in line, and they are in a position where their lives are in danger every day. Yeah, or they're at the very least, they're slowing down the other applications, the legitimate applications, legitimate in the sense that their people are doing it by the numbers. I'm not suggesting that people who are refugees are illegitimate, but I want to stress this point, that the people who are entering Canada from the United States made a decision to go to the United States first. Right. They didn't decide to come to Canada first. They decided the United States is where they wanted to be, and now they decided they don't like the United States anymore, so now they want to come to Canada. And that's what the Safe Third Country Agreement is all about, that you cannot go country shopping if you're a refugee. So if you want to be in Canada as a refugee claimant, then make Canada the original destination, your original destination, not sort of uh, secondary afterthought. Oh, yeah, that country's there. They may take care of us. There There are some hard Questions that have to be dealt with, hard issues. Well, and, and, you know, a lot of people are missing the, you know, the point, too, that, I mean, obviously, once the weather warms up, the, you know, there's going to be a, a steady line of people coming across. You know, people, the people have come across. That's that the projection. Now have, uh, you know, they've really, they've really, they're really determined. But, um, you know, once the weather warms up, there's going to be a steady line. And as you mentioned in that article that you uh, that you quoted, you know, those people are kind of going to the front of the line for all mm-hmm. of the services that are available here in Canada. Brenda, so, in, the, in, the, in the few seconds we have left for the call, is the migration issue, the immigration and migration issue, is that one of the key issues or the key issue for you? 
uh, right now it really is. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of things going on in government right now that yeah. kind of, you know, make me cringe and... Uh, you know. We are for the first time, I thank you for the call, Brenda, in Edmonton. We are for the maybe, maybe the first time, certainly the first time in a long time. We're becoming really curious and demanding uh, for information from our politicians and our governments. When we come back, he was the federal minister of citizenship and immigration. Now he's the Alberta Progressive Conservative Party leader, Jason Kenney. What's happening on the first day? of Jason Kenney's leadership of the Progressive Conservative Party of Alberta and what potentially lies ahead. John Hempe from Chorus Radio Alberta joins us right after this.